And now it's time for Blossoms of My Life Radio with your host, Ramona Trevino. Ramona is a teacher, a pastor, a three-time author, and radio host since February 2018, helping people share their but God moment and helping people see and be the blossoms in life. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and listeners like you. Now here's Ramona. God bless you and happy 2024. I can't even believe we're in a new year. Thank you for tuning in to Blossoms of My Life Radio. I am excited to bring another author. Um, she's been on our air a while back, but she has a new project, and I'm really excited for you to hear about it. Her name is Kristen Gudenkoff. Um, she's a mother, a full-time project manager, strategist, She's also author at Baby Rex Productions, which hopefully she can tell you a little bit about. She loves um, pastime and adventuring, traveling with her husband and two children. Her true joy is her family and passion in helping others however she can. She loves to make people smile, find their spark, and hopes that this book helps other women find their spark too. So, Kristen, it's so good to have you back. I'm so excited about your new project. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes. Why don't we just dive right in? So, for those that maybe don't know anything about you, maybe you can start off by giving us a little bit of background and then maybe lead into what what pushed you to join these other women in writing this new book and the title and just, just go into everything. Oh, absolutely. So I guess we'll uh, start. I, I've been a project manager for a long time. I, my full work career history has really been working for nonprofits. It's where my passion is working for mission driven businesses. Um, and that trans, but you know, you have other passions aside from just your career job. And that's where baby Rex productions came in is I've always written in fact, I've I've won some scholarships in the past through different um, teen challenges and stuff when I was really young, and I've always wanted to be an author, a picture book author. It was my dream, and so I got tired of waiting to get picked up. And I said, you know, there's, this is a whole different whole different space. Amazon has changed the game, and so I said, let's start Baby Rex Productions. And um, I told you the story last time about where Baby Rex from and that was really just the fun story of my husband and I as um, we got engaged and we're preparing you know, planning the wedding dinosaurs came up and it was kind of like a joke but then it just kept feeding through and we received all these dinosaur gifts just people pouring out with love and tapping into the joke that like literally our cake toppers were two uh, two T-Rexes dressed up as a bride and groom and then I just laid into the joke and had uh, my brother dress up in one of those huge inflatable T-Rex <laughs> costumes and like jumped out during the reception to surprise my husband. And it was a blast. It was a blast. But then, you know, when we got pregnant, um, people were joking around calling her baby Rex. And so he said, yeah, baby Rex. And then, so then it was very, it was just obvious when we decided to start our own publishing company effectively that, Baby Rex, is there for for a kids for a picture book company? Is there anything better? Um, and as we dove into it, so the book that we talked about last time on your show was Grumpalophagus, and it's all emotions based, helping kids to understand their feelings, both physical and emotional. Those things like frustration and embarrassment versus like I'm hungry and I'm tired. 
Um, and my background is in psychology. <clears throat> when I went back to school for psychology, um, it just, it flowed the rhymes and everything I've always done the rhymes but the meaning behind every single stanza was there and tied into an emotion and we knew with that first book my husband and I the owners of Baby Rex Productions we knew that it wasn't just about books for kids it was about books for families so mm -hmm. in the back of each of our books we have uh, a tool for parents whether it's talking to them so our second book was how to snuggle wiggly worm and it was the perspective of a parent trying to get their little one to bed which you're a mom you know getting a little kid to bed is not easy and it's like how did you change from yesterday mm -hmm. what worked yesterday does not work today yeah. <laughs> so having that kind of fun but we have it's it's bringing the parent and the and the children together to experience the book together and 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 just feeding both of them wow and so just real quick and with the baby rex so then do you take on other children authors that need help with publishing their ideas no not yet although i've helped have helped a couple other authors and i've helped them look at a couple of a couple of their their books and giving them some tips on like meter and some other places other direction where they might be able to go giving them some insight i haven't actually taken on other authors yet i've had lots of people submit ideas to me oh, books good. they would like to see like coaching um, kind of coaching yeah. like what yeah like you and i were talking about earlier yep yeah just freebie coaching nothing yep. paid just yep. you know it's a it's a passion project um but in the future i would like to start eventually start a nonprofit side of baby productions where i help authors especially young authors and young illustrators yep. get published effectively for the first time so they learn about the process learn about it. the business a little bit and then when they it. go on and spread their wings yep. they have that confidence so that they can soar i would love something like that in the schools you know with school-age kids mm -hmm. because they need to see that there's that entrepreneur part of them but also it's a way of tapping into their gifts and talents because yeah. there's a lot of people out there with a lot of great story writing you know especially with young kids so i love that that's awesome um and so then what happened after <laughs> since the last time we talked <laughs> well um i've had another little one so now i have two children um i my oldest is turning five in february and uh, my second is turning three at the end of April. Um, but with that, being a mom has its own challenges and it can be draining. And um, but I connected with I've been connected with a couple other a couple other moms, a couple other authors. And we came up with this idea of this book um, for telling entrepreneurs the intangibles effectively of starting your business and pursuing your passion project, whatever it is. So even if you don't intend it to be, you know, your sole income, but you have this thing you want to start on the side, whether it's actually a business or not, just something you want to do. The example when we were talking earlier, Mona, was maybe you really like to make jewelry or candles, or you just like to make these little trinkets and you sell them at a farmer's market or something. But it takes time and dedication to still do that. It's still a passion project of yours, whatever that may be. And it's just saying, you know, how to focus that and how to actually align that with what God is trying to call you to do. How does that align? So we wrote this new book actually for adults not a picture book it's actually for adults <laughs> really centered more focused on moms but we've received feedback from dads uh 
I some retirees who said, this is really helping me figure out what I want in my retirement life. And Mm -hmm. we didn't actually envision this being a book that would help everyone. We really thought this was going to be for young moms who wanted to start their own business and kind of claim back some of what they were intending in their life to be just and redefine motherhood for themselves beyond just helping a little one survive. Yeah. Not that that's bad. It's great. That takes a lot of work. Yeah. And so (laughs) the book is called discovering something greater. Yeah. And I love the title. Um, and I could see how it, you know, when you write something with a passion, you know, it's going to hit anybody because when you're writing from the heart, it doesn't necessarily need to be to one gender, right? It doesn't need to be to just right. women or men or um, even like a teenager could probably pick it up and understand like, you know, why am I even here? Why do I need to go to high school? Why do I need to go to college? Mm-hmm. What more is there, you know? And so I could see how that could happen. Um, I think that's the part of writing that you learn how to do when you write with passion, how it, it reaches and touches many. Absolutely. And yourself, yeah. yourself included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, I see a couple things that you wrote here that you sent me. So it's clearly defined vision for the transformative journey the reader is embarking on. Um, Cultivated self-image that allows the reader to step Mm -hmm. forward with strength, wisdom, and authenticity. Um, Plan to balance personal, professional endeavors in harmony. I mean, all of that, those are just a few of the things, but they're so important because... You know, we do get lost when we have children and, and even, um, fathers, you know, there's some fathers that are stay at home dads or they take turns, you know, when the mom has to work. That's my husband actually. Yeah. You take the husband works so many days, the wife works so many days. And so you, you, you wonder, you know, they wonder too, like, is like, what else could I do on the other days? You know? Yeah. Wow. Feeling something and when I, my, my husband was a stay at home dad, he just started going back to subbing and he's, he's, he's pursuing some other things himself right now, but he admitted that he himself was feeling lost during that process. So whether you're working and you have something to distract you or you're not in your, all of your time is completely poured into children. I think there's a part of us that if we're not intentionally saying, what do I want for myself? What do I want for my family? How can I marry those concepts? And how can I align that with what God has envisioned for me and my family? Like we're going to miss it right? You're going to miss these opportunities. And I think God actually, personally, when I was writing this book, I wrote this, I wrote a story about myself when my friend, one of the co-authors, Mary Reese Farias, she called me up one day and asked like, well, what do you want? Obviously it's a longer conversation. She didn't just pick up, Hey Mary, what do you want? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) What do you want? And I said, well, I want my family to be happy. And she said, but what is, what does that mean? Like, what do you want? And I had this I, I honestly, truly, maybe a little defensively was like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What do I want? And I forgot I was allowed to dream that God had plans for me, not just as a parent, but as a woman, as a Christ follower, God had plans for me as well. And I think that was God knocking on the door saying, don't forget, I've got plans for you. I've got, I've got things marked for you to achieve. Like it's time, it's time you've, you had your moment and doesn't mean I was ungrateful for, I've been wanting to be a parent for a long time. I got started my, I had my first kid at 35. So I got started a little later than some others do. Um, I did the career path, had my, had my, my child at 35 and 30, my children at 35 and 37, but you know, and I wouldn't change it for the world, but there was almost a part of me that was like, 
you know, I've, I've, I've had my career path. Now I get to be a mom, but God's like, I'm not done. Mm-hmm. He's never done with us. And he was calling me to something with that simple question. What do you want? And I think we, we stop asking ourselves that we stop. We, we, we forget that we can dream and that God has a plan for us. And it's not just about, and he tells us in, in these little ways, I think when you have this um, longing for something he's t- he's not necessarily calling it out directly all the time it's not like he's just kind of you know christian i've got <laughs> he's poking at you he's like listen i'm here i'm waiting for you to i'm waiting for you to listen are you gonna listen mm-hmm. um so i wonder I, and my hope is that people read this section i wrote the, the whole section on vision was about finding out what you want and it's okay for it to be big it's okay for it to be small God is calling you to something and whatever it is. And for you, what do you want for you? What do you want for your family? And it's okay to put those things together. But really my biggest point was don't isolate the parts of yourself mm-hmm. personally and professionally. Those parts that you are the stronger you and spiritually, right? The strongest you mm-hmm. is when all of those parts of you are one. Mm-hmm. Don't just separate the parent part of you. Don't separate the professional part of you and the part of you that wants to have friends it's a, like there is a world where all of those can strengthen each other. And not and only so the, that is yeah. is that people need, you know, it's it's how the Bible talks about how our testimony can set others free. And so yeah. in a sense, you were able to have that writing ability to be able to put tools in place. And it's part of your testimony because you're sharing, you know, how you yeah. went into this deep part of yourself and now you're helping others to unlock that creativity and that place where there is other passions and things that the Lord instilled, you know, because I was just reading Psalm 139 again this morning. And it's like, you know, I love it because he just reminds me how he wove all these things in place and it it takes me back to that. And I know I always reference that in my interviews because it's one of my favorite go-tos when I get caught up in things. I stop and think like, wait a minute, I need to go back. Like you knew my name before the foundations of the earth. I know that there's more that you have for me because you're a big God and you have big dreams and passions that are instilled in me. And And I love that you were able to put your part into this book because being a woman of faith, you know, the words are so much more powerful when you put them on paper. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, and a farther reach. So hopefully then when you read something, instead of just hearing someone speak, you tend to relate yourself to those words. Yes. Right. And it's not just, Oh, Kristen's telling your story. You're hearing the story and you suddenly start connecting where you're at and saying, where am I? Um, another part I really like about the book is we talk about not, it's not, we're all completely unique. Yes. individuals. God says we are beautifully and wonderfully made mm. in his vision. And each of us are individually and wonderfully made, mm-hmm. right? We weren't on an assembly line. He curated each of us specifically. So the idea that this is, this is, this is all that's here for me, like is for a person that has, has gone through trauma and there's real trauma out there. There's people who, who have real hurt, but knowing that God made me specifically and he's got plans for me and I can have more and it's okay. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy to get there, but knowing that there's a huge sense of hope that comes with that. Yep. And, and you four ladies, I'm looking at some of their, you know, they're about, 
parts mm -hmm. and, and I mean, they all have different things that they all are taking part of that's been a part of their lives, you know, things yep. that they're different areas that they're talented where, I mean, it's, it, it, it just perfect. You know, God knows who to bring together. He does. He does. It was, it was a beautiful, every single conversation we left completely motivated. We, we didn't start writing until maybe three and a half months after we had really started having conversations about what we wanted the book to be. And I, even in the beginning, how is this going to work? How are we going to pull, you know, my first thought was high school projects, high school group projects. <laughs> how is this going to go? <laughs> you know, but <laughs> well, how is this really going to be? Mm -hmm. um, but it, it was, well, it was really, truly a remarkable experience. Each person brought so much and we just connected on so many levels quickly. And, and when I, I want to write about vision, everyone's like, yes, we got to talk about that. And we got to talk about fear is real, but we can get past it. Fear is opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then Mary, uh, Kimberly was talking about voice and Mary was talking about self-image. And if you only think you're capable of this, you'll only ever be capable of this. Mm -hmm. And it's such a simple concept, but it's so hard to internalize so that we we dedicate a whole section about self-image and cultivating the image you truly want for yourself and how to and how to get there because god sees us as beautiful and wonderful and we tend to see only the faults in ourselves and that's and that's so sad because he just sees us as this these are beautiful people right? right right and i think um well what happens is you know we live in a fallen world so then you know the enemy likes to be like oh no you can't do that you know, oh, yeah. He just likes to come at us and remind us, remember this, remember that. And that's where our faith has to be strong and grounded in the fact that we know that we can come to a forgiving God who forgives us our sins. And so if he already said that's dealt with, having the faith to understand like that's dealt with. Mm -hmm. Now I can move on and not listening to those voices of the past, you know, of what has or or even people that maybe their faith isn't grounded and so they remind you why well, remember mm -hmm. when you did this you know you have to be yes. able to let those things roll off because you know i can't even imagine what the world would be like if everybody believed everything that everybody said i mean if it's on the internet it's true yeah yeah so <laughs> it difficult. happens i know i know and it just breaks people and I, I yeah there's a whole so much and i i hope that and and i know because you know once you do something like this and you get words on paper especially to an older audience mm -hmm. you know kids books i know that that's something that you have a passion for but when you start delivering things to older people or people that are that are even teenagers i'm sure could pick up your book and, and get something from it it just brings something out to where you just all of a sudden like okay there's more yeah well and actually this is we actually speak to this in in the introduction and the epilogue is what a beautiful concept this would be i like we i would never tell my daughter aria to stop dreaming mm -hmm. no you're not you, you dream like bring your expectations down a little bit like no i would never do that at least my hope i don't right <laughs> but it's and telling telling myself no don't dream big just let's make this a little more realistic um we we immediately stunt ourselves and put all these limitations on us without even trying so like if i don't want to do that for my kid we're own worst bully and how beautiful would it be if we start with us and we say god has big plans for us so it's okay to dream big it doesn't mean it's going to happen immediately it doesn't mean it's not going to happen in phases it means that there is more and it's okay to want that. We feed that for our next generation because it's just what they see in us. And then the next generation thinks that they could do that. And then the next generation, it's just 
part of who we are is it's okay to dream. Think about what we can achieve and what the the callings that we could achieve for God and the beautiful things that can happen if we just stop seeing the worst in ourselves and start seeing ourselves as capable and worthy. Yep. And he loves when his children like do things out of the ordinary to reach other people, right? Because that's his message is to go to the dying, to the hurt, to the broken, right? And so we can do that even if it's making a jar of jam and taking it to your neighbor, but it brought, you know, that's what they needed that day to just to have a smile on their face. Like you never know what gesture of what you're capable of doing does for someone else. Yes. And actually, Ramona, that's, I don't, I don't even know if I talked to you about this, but mine, the, the other business aside from baby works productions that I have is called next chapter strategies. And this is the one where I'm wanting to do pro bono work for mission driven businesses on the side that need like project management support that need culture cultivation, things like that, because there's so many. And so I want my, my thing when Ario was, I was, how do I help change the world? Well, hopefully this book is through that. How do I help make a positive influence, leave something beautiful, do something good that God's calling me for? But then next chapter strategies feeds right into that of saying, I am going to help you with this beautiful mission that you have. I'm going to help you get there because you're going to change the world. Wow, that's Um, awesome. So how do people get a hold of you? Well, first of all, your book is on Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. And they can find yes. it just by uh, discovering something greater, and that will come up on Amazon. And then yes. um, for what you're talking about right now, project manager, because we have people from all over that listen, what is something that, I mean, if there's somebody that has a nonprofit or that needs direction, can you help them? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's is exactly what we want to do. And we actually have, I, I, I dedicate a certain amount of time to doing pro bono work. So it's not all paid. So if your organization doesn't have the funding for this, or you're like, Hey, I want to talk to a group of women about this. I want to start a book <coughs> club with discovering something greater. You can reach out to me. You can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, baby Rex productions. You could message me. You could also find my, my website about the project management work and working with these mission driven businesses at next chapter strategies.com. Next chapter strategies.com. That's awesome. I think we need to include that in our bio when we post your radio show because you'd be surprised. There's probably people that want that too. And I know that's a passion of you. So, yeah, I mean, that's what it's all, that's what it's all about. Like you said, as we're, we're called to help, we're called to help others. And that help comes in so many different ways. That's so true. Um, you know, we're getting kind of close to the end. I'd love it if, you know, do you have any last words for maybe somebody that's wondering, like, what is an entrepreneur and what does that mean and how can I even step into that? Hmm. Entrepreneurship, if you have, and that's why I think in the book we rephrase it as a passion project. Yeah. If there's something that's calling to you, I mean, there's entrepreneurs of all kinds, but really if, you, if there's something you want to try, there's something you want to do, do it. Just take a step. Start messy. There's plenty of, of entrepreneur how to start and just just tinker. Again, you could you could message me. I'd be happy to talk through what you're trying to do. Um, my my co-author Kimberly Crossland. She actually she was doing business coaching for quite some time. She's got she's got newsletters on how to get started and especially doing it remotely, so you don't have to be strapped to your desk at home. Um, but the most important thing is stop doubting yourself and just try. Like, because you have instincts and you have expertise that your whole life has accumulated to this moment. 
No one else has what you have because you are completely unique. Every experience you have has led to you to where you are today. So what you have to share is unique and it is special. So don't be afraid because when God puts us, puts a calling on us for a reason, just it's okay to be messy. It's okay. It's okay to not have all the answers. Just start and the answers will come. And I love it that he puts people in our path, you know, or that people can listen to voices like yours right now that can come and, you know, just kind of like, oh, wow, there are people that help you with that, you yeah. know, because maybe they just never thought. Maybe you're just a teenager that's just turning it, tuning in for by, by accident. And you're like, oh, then I can do something with this, you know, you never, yes. you never know. And actually... And, and we have a book club that we're actually running right now that's oh, cool. online. Um, so it's 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 digital, it's virtual, we're doing it through Zoom. But what, by the time this airs, we'll go on through a couple sections. But it's okay to join late because we have all the replays. You can watch the replays if you want to join or just get started and just looking at this Discovering Something Greater book. And maybe you'll find what you're looking for to push you to that next step that you feel like you've been missing. Oh, wow. And how do people find the book club? It's actually the it's actually a group. It's called if you go to at discovering something greater on Facebook or Instagram, we post constantly about the book club. So you can find the link there. Again, you can message me. You can message me directly, Kristen Grudenkoff, um, Baby Rex Productions. You can message me, ask about the book club there as well. Like any one of those means, I will get you the link. We'll get you in. Oh, awesome! Right. And um, just so that way, if you're wondering, Kristen is. K-R-I-S-T-I-N, and her last name is G-U-D-E-N-K-A-U-F. Yep. I Gurdenkopf. spelled it right. Exactly, you did. Gudenkoff. <laughs> so that way, if you're looking for her on um, Facebook or maybe just going online, once you Google the book and um, discovering something greater, then you'll be able to see the profile and you'll be able to see the names of the different authors. There's four different authors. Um, this one's Kristen. Hopefully we can talk to the other ones as well soon and you'll be able to hear from them because this is all very good information. Um, you do have an uh, Instagram page I see as well. Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Instagram, it's discovering something greater. And then the Facebook uh, is book, the same. Yeah, the base yep. Facebook book club. And I'm hoping some of you young authors or someone that's interested in maybe wanting to be an author, but you know, maybe you already have a book and you're like, how can I write another? And you need more help and support. I'm sure that somebody out there could help you. Wonderful. All right, Kristen. Well, I would love it if you would pray for us. Um, you know, before you do that, I just want to say that, you know, I know we're starting a new year and Blossoms of My Life is so grateful for each and every one of you that listens. And my guests have been just amazing. I love highlighting what people do. And, um, you know, I just thank you. And I just, I pray that the love of Christ just opens up something within you. Maybe you don't know the Lord and, you know, it, it's a simple it's a simple thing, but yet it's hard work because you have to put yourself aside and put Christ first. And yes. you need to come to him with a, with a repentful heart, which means you're coming to him. You're asking him for forgiveness and you're asking him to take the wheel because you haven't done a good job on your own. And all of us need Christ. There's either there, there's two places that we can go when we die. 
And I want all of you to want to come and join us when we go to heaven, because that's where I want to go when I leave this world and go to the new world with Jesus and the reason why he died. So, Kristen, um, why don't you go ahead and close us out in prayer? And I just want to thank you, too, in advance for taking the time to share with us today on Blossoms of My Life Radio. Thank you so much for having me. It's my great honor. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for bringing people into our lives that help spark excitement and joy and help us see the world as beautiful. Even as, as adults, we can start to become jaded. We can start to miss seeing the beautiful things, simple as a, a butterfly landing on a flower. We can miss your glory in that when we aren't looking for it. Lord, thank you for, for poking at us and not letting us forget that you're there. May we see ourselves as you see us, beautiful, unique, and precious, and and have the and just if we have little faith in ourselves, maybe we can just remember to say, "Hey, you have faith in me," and to lean on the faith you have on us. Lord, maybe maybe we can just trust you enough to take that step where you guide us and you call us to your will and we start to see it more clearly yes. and that fear that we have on those blocks those obstacles that we face they begin to melt away because you can move mountains you can move us you know every hair on our head oh lord it's so beautiful the things that you can that you do and what you have planned for us and may it just continue to shine bright and we be illuminated with your glory in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow, that was beautiful. Thank you so much, and God bless you. Thank you for listening to this edition of Blossoms of My Life Radio. This program is listener-supported. Blossoms of My Life Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. To contact Ramona regarding donations, sharing your God story, or requests about her books, you can write to Ramona Ramona Trevino, P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. That's P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. Her website is the letter I, the letter M, dauntless.org. That's IamDauntless.org. Her email is Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. That's Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and through listeners like you. And in closing, we just want to remind you to remember to see and be a blossom in someone's life.